The Women's Fund for Scotland is Scotland's only dedicated fund for women and girls. I'm Susan Morrison and this is our podcast where we talk to inspiring women improving the lives of those women and girls today. Vicky tells us about the benefits for every woman experiencing a little self-care at her wee retreat. Vicky, I, I love the title of your organisation, The Wee Retreat. Can you just tell us a little bit about it? Yes, absolutely. It's a wellbeing centre in the south side of Glasgow. It was actually an idea that came to me after a wellbeing retreat that I was on. And I was just feeling so grounded, so peaceful. And I just said to one of my friends, I said, oh, you know, wouldn't it just be wonderful? Could you imagine the world if everybody had the time to have a wee retreat? And that was it. So <laughs> now we have it. <laughs> um. You know, I, I'm not actually sure I've ever heard the words well-being centre and Glasgow all in the same sentence, actually. so You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised at how much we've got going on up here. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure you're a mover and a shaker when it comes to well-being, Vicky. <laughs> Give me an idea of, of what well-being at the We Retreat looks like. That's a good question. And the answer is it looks very different for every single person that comes. And that was the aim. So we're not a yoga studio, we're not a meditation studio, we don't promote or advocate one way of looking after um, your well-being over another, because everybody needs different things at different points in their lives, and I've experienced that, most practitioners in the industry have experienced that, so it could look like somebody coming along to a yoga class every Thursday evening for a year and then suddenly de deciding to do a mindfulness course or it could be somebody popping into the the workshops that happen on various well-being topics it really is a personal thing and we're there to hopefully guide and support people along that journey it's something that we've not been very good at as a society is it looking after ourselves or looking after that aspect of ourselves isn't it no unfortunately I agree yeah and we're we're hopefully doing something towards changing that and making it easier for people to start doing that better mm, sounds to me like the wee retreat is on the big advance <laughs> hopefully <laughs> <laughs> and and what did the funding from the women's fund for scotland help you do we were able to put on a 10-week online course for women it was for any woman experiencing some kind of disadvantage social economical um health-wise and it brought a space for them to learn well-being techniques, primarily based on non-violent communication. Primarily, it was a safe space for them to explore their feelings, to learn new techniques and to connect with each other, um, which is a big part of what we do as well, because people can feel very alone, regardless of whether they're sharing a house with 10 people or, or, or you know, or living by themselves. This is a very clever use of social media because we, we hear a lot of negatives, but you're actually using it in a very positive way, aren't you? I hope so. I, I hope so. Yeah. We've got some core values that we try and stick to. So we don't have a blog on our website because we don't want to encourage people to spend any more time on the internet than they need to, because that's not where the real world exists, although it's a very helpful tool. We try and signpost and encourage people through the social media channels that we have for tips and events and different ways to look after their well-being so hopefully we're achieving that in some way as well and is that a message that you can get over to funders easily you're in the real world not the social media world because i would imagine right now um the funding landscape looks pretty tough we're actually a community interest company so we're actually for profit and the profit needs to get um put back into meeting our social aims 
And that was always the way I wanted to run the enterprise. We're not a charity. There's charities out there doing the groundwork and that grassroots level. We're not that and they need that funding. And we were kind of on track to do that pre-COVID <laughs> with our lovely with our lovely business plan. And unfortunately, it's just not something we've been able to get back on track with yet. We're working towards that. And grants like the one that we've had from the Women's Fund have just meant that we've been able to go some way towards meeting our social aims while we are in that transition process. And the Women's Fund for Scotland doesn't just give grants, though, of course it gives um, support and networking. Is that something that you find advantageous as well? I think it's refreshing. <laughs> I think it's really refreshing. I mean, we have a we don't have a long-standing history of um, relationships with different funding bodies. We're kind of quite new to all that scene, and it wasn't sort of part of our plan to, to reach sustainability through relying on funding. Um, but I think that the the way that the Women's Fund for Scotland um, you get a sense of nurturing and a sense of, of belonging that, that we haven't experienced from any other um, funders that we've worked with. So it's definitely appreciated. Oh, that's, that is so lovely to hear. Um, there's a bit of a cliche, this, Vicky, but I wonder if it's, if from your perspective, this is true, that women are actually not very good at looking after themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it is, it's so true. We are, um, I say this with the greatest respect. Yeah, oh, we, can, we can be our own worst enemies. We, we really can. We get in our own way um, so much when it comes to making time for our well-being. And it's not just me saying that. It's actually, I mean, the people that joined the um, the course that the Women's Fund for Scotland funded, um, they were admitting that. They were saying, I, I'm always at the bottom of the list. I know I need to look after my well-being better. Um, I, I can't carve out time for myself. Um, they needed support to do that. And that's what this course gave them. So it sounds to me like you listened to what those women were saying. and Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we always do that with every project that we put on. Um, we have ideas. We then make sure that there's a need and that people are on the same page and that it's going to be of, of benefit. So you're not just uh, charging ahead, you're actually consulting. It's better than consulting because you're not sitting down saying, so tell me what you think. You're just listening to what they're saying and acting on that. Yeah, as, as best we can. Sometimes it does start with a spark of an idea from a member of the team's lived experience because we know that what we've been through, we're not alone in that. Um, so I knew being a, a single mum that it is really hard to make time for yourself and the guilt that comes with that, I think, is particular to women as well. And that was something that I had to work really hard to work through and to get to a, a better place with that. And so I know that there's other women out there feeling guilty for spending time or money on their well-being too. It's, it's just natural. It's, it's really interesting because there's an entire advertising industry predicated on making us spend time on ourselves. But what they usually mean by that is gin. Or ma or makeup or how yeah how we look ex external. And while that can be really helpful, a bit of gin, a bit, a bit of lipstick, while they can be really helpful tools to helping us feel better about ourselves, we're missing an opportunity to go a bit deeper. Absolutely. What those things are doing is that they're working on the, on the, the windows, but not the foundations. Yeah. Yeah. So what what you're doing though is you're you're actually helping to strengthen that woman from inside. Absolutely. And I think that when you do that, those external things, well, certainly for me, they change. They they just take on a different level of importance and space in your life. And that's different again for each each individual. Uh, we're not knocking gin, though, by the way, are we? Just to uh, make oh, absolutely no, no, right, no, right no, 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 no,
always a, there's a place for everything there's a place for everything in well-being <laughs> so it sounds to me like you're a great you're a great two-way communicator is that a tip that you would give to other organizations working particularly with women which is listen to what they tell you I think we have to, otherwise we're running the risk of dictating what we think people need. And I don't think that's a helpful place to start. It's like, we know better than you. Well, actually, we can listen to you and we can give you our expertise and then we can mold something together. So how did these women find you? We actually did a, a recent survey and we did a, a post, I kind of had a long bit of wallpaper on our table, massive wooden table in the in the entrance. And we asked that question. We asked lots of questions about how people find us. And uh, just when you asked that question, Susan, uh, one, one woman had written, the wind brought me here. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> in the wind which was kind of beautiful to read and other people put fate uh, yeah practically speaking I think it's driving past our studios word of mouth you know all the usual ways but those two ways um felt quite special oh I hope that's absolutely fine. I once spoke to a woman who came in to see a show that I was doing because she followed a pigeon <laughs> so, <laughs> can, I, can I point out the pigeon didn't come in what what are what are your future plans if we dare to ask these days yeah, it, that is a tricky one. And actually, it's one that I really struggle with because I've been practicing mindfulness for so long. I'm very much living in the here and now a lot more than other business owners. And so I find it really hard to kind of predict where we're going in the future. I just kind of always think, well, we're just going to do more of what we're doing in a better way because we're going to be learning and improving. Um, but my board members don't really like that. They want a plan. <laughs> <laughs> to know exactly what's happening and when and what our targets are and uh, well I know that they're important yeah I struggle with that but I do I just see it as more of what we do meeting more needs of the community that we serve I'd love to be able to open up other wee retreats around Glasgow pop them up in different places we've been asked for that in the past and um, it's just not something we can do right now yeah just giving that safe space that healing space to more people yeah, I know. That, I know that you're, you're you're very much like a friend of mine. She's incredibly zen. I mean, like just like nothing, nothing phases her. Whereas I'm the one that's bouncing off the walls. Ah! <laughs> There's a tremendous um, calmness coming from you, but there there must be challenges facing you in the in the years ahead. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we are having very real conversations about our finances and about our um, projections for being able to, to be sustainable. And it is scary, but I feel the feelings at the time that we have the board meetings. Um, and then I just move on and, and, you know, and get on with stuff. Because if you live in fear, you're holding yourself back from many things. You don't strike me as, as ever living in fear. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I do. I do definitely have moments of fear, um, both personally and professionally. Um, I think just through my practices, I've learned to kind of just be with that. And also, I don't have that whole constant tape loop of, of, of thinking going on in my head, that voice, that negative voice of like, remember this or this is scary. I don't have that going on in my head all the time. So I think that helps kind of, yeah, just focus on on what's happening right now. What a valuable lesson that would be to so many women, teaching them how to switch that loop off. The demands of the modern world on women have never been greater. I think so. The needs of something like the We Retreat have never been greater. You must be finding it quite challenging. Absolutely. There's so many things that I want to be able to do to support women. And it's it's just that we have such limited capacity right now. We're we're at full capacity of what we can manage with the resources that we have. And that really frustrates me. I used to run mindful parenting courses all the time and it was just such a valuable 
um, space for women to align themselves with the kind of parents they wanted to be for their children. And I, I can't run them at the moment. I just don't have the capacity to. So it's frustrating. But it, that's hopefully that will change. Well, do you think maybe that's something you would call upon the Women's Fund for Scotland for, is not just funding, but for that support and that networking ability to perhaps connect with other funders? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that these are times that you just have to be open to working differently, you know, to, to establishing new ways of working. And if that means that we can then help more people, then absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's truly shocking to me that apparently, I'm just going to check that, yeah, only 1.8% of, of funds go to uh, organisations and charities and groups like yourself working with women, which I think is jaw-dropping. Bearing in mind that we're, what, 50% of the population, you'd expect it to be a little, little bit better spread out wouldn't you yeah no absolutely we're our own worst enemies and there, and there's there's so much that we can do to change that it's just having all the things in place to make that happen yeah absolutely and the weedy treat you you definitely seem to be holding up a beacon to help women just in their lives just to make it a little bit better hopefully i think you're providing a lifeline there in the south side of glasgow and i look forward to seeing the weedy treat advance right across scotland Thank you. That'd be amazing. Thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. Thank you for joining us and listening to this story. I hope you've been inspired. And if you would like to support the Women's Fund for Scotland, search for us online and listen out for our other podcast episodes.